Locked On Giants, your daily New York Giants podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Giant fans. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Giants, part of the Locked On Podcast family, your team every day. Patricia Trainer with you today. It is Tuesday, October 8th. And joining me on today's show is none other than my good buddy, Chris Biziano of the Giant Insider. Christopher, my friend, how are you? Good, Patty. How are you making out? Not too good I'm after yesterday, about, I guess. <laughs> yeah, not too not too good after Sunday and definitely not too good with a short work week and just trying to cram everything in before the next game on Thursday. And it ain't easy, my friend. These these night games and these short work weeks, I'm, I'm not getting any younger to handle them, but they come with the territory. So what are you going to do? Yeah, and think of the bright, I guess think of the, uh, like the players do, you know, you hate the short week, but then you get the 10 days off, you know? So, uh, that's true. Until I should say not off, but 10 days until the next game, you know? So you can get regroup a little bit. Absolutely. And Chris, let's talk about, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Sunday. Well, a lot to unpack. And then we're going to talk a little bit about Thursday night. I think on Sunday, when it comes to Sunday, we got to start with the defense. What the heck was Betcher doing? Please explain this to me. <laughs> Patty, I'm at the point where I'm starting to give up and trying to figure out what James Betcher is doing um, because, I, you know, I just don't understand when you leave guys like Adam Thielen matched up one-on-one with Haley, not giving the kid any help. Down inside the 20, you let him play, you know, you, you're playing a man. You got Pathea single high, you know, he's not rolling over immediately after the snap. Nobody's bracketing Thielen after the guy was hurting you. Um, I, I don't know, Pat. I, I'm starting to give up and trying to figure out what Betcha is doing because maybe you have an answer for me because to watch a guy, either it be Mike Evans, either it be an Adam Thielen, Either would be uh, who am I missing? The guy Baker was cov- covering the week before. Um, you know, guys on Buffalo, whatever it was, killing. Oh, John Browns, it's like that, killing us week after week after week, and him not adjusting. Him finally deciding, I'm not going to let this guy. I'm going to double this guy. Let somebody else beat me. Never seems to happen. I don't know what's going on. All I do know, Pat, is that this defense has given up 490 plus yards three out of the five games, and to mm-hmm. me. Throw the Washington game out the window now, okay? Throw the Washington game out. I don't want to hear about the Washington game, okay? All I know to me, Pat, that's not progress. That's that's a team that's not playing well and doesn't seem to be getting any better. Yeah. Let me ask you something. I mean, how much of what Betcher is doing – is coaching scheme versus players. In other, in other words, you know, he came from Arizona where he was very successful. I mean, do you get the impression that he's just trying to replicate that by by using the players the same way that he did in Arizona and not necessarily mm-hmm. adjusting to what these players do strength-wise? Or, or, you know, do you see at least an effort being made to coach the players per se? Well, you know, he does a lot of the things he did in Arizona. Um, he did simplify it here, you know, with the Baker-Jenkins move. He does a lot of single high like he did in Arizona. But, Pat, let's not forget, I've mentioned this um, on previous, not, not not with you, but other, other places and this. He had like five to six impact players in Arizona, okay? Doesn't have it here. So the same stuff 
he's done in Arizona, it's not going to work here. You don't have a Patrick Peterson here. You don't have a Chandler Jones here. Okay? So he has to – I don't know. He's Listen, he adjusted last week, but that was Washington. Okay? This week, it's the same like, – I don't understand. Listen, I, I don't, I don't want to bash Grant Haley, Pat. Okay? But when you see him matched up in a slot and the kid is struggling in coverage, is there any question that Grant Haley's struggling in coverage? And he and you continue to see him man on guys. I I just don't I, I can't figure it out. You know, I, I don't know, you know, I just don't know. He plays a lot of single high, and you're playing a single high with Pathea, who looks slow out there, Patty. He, he's taking I I hate to say wrong angles, but he's slow going to the ball. You saw it yesterday. He, you know, he's making tackles, some down the field, some up in the box. He's not bad at, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. He's tried some different things. Um, it's not really working. They really got exposed yesterday. And then, of course, the injuries in the linebackers, that hurt, Pat. You know, it did hurt. Can't blame everything on Betcher. There was, what, 16 missed tackles, you know? Can't blame that on Betcher at times. But the whole thing's a mess over there, Pat. It really is. All right, so then here's the next question. How do they fix it, or do they fix it? Can they? Can you fix it? Well, what do you do? You have to go back to the basics? You have to teach guys how to tackle again? You know, uh, you're going to have to go to practices of technique because you saw some tackling yesterday. They look like high school kids, man. These, some of these tackles yesterday was horrific, missed tackles. Are you kidding me? So what do you do? You simplify it even more or you just strictly go zone, Pat? I don't know. What's the answer? I, 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 I can't. I, I can't tell you. I can't tell you. Do you send six guys every pass play and leave those guys out on an island? No, because Jenkins looks horrible. You know, Baker's playing all right, you know. Um, you know, you got a safety back that you're relying on big time. That's, you know, Bethea, that's not playing really that well. Do you want to get – here's my answer, Patty. How about we get some new blood in there? How about we get Line the backers. Corey – How about we get the Corey Ballantines in there? How about we get the Julian Loves in there? You know, I don't, you know, all I hear is that, oh, they're not really up to task yet. They're not mentally ready. I mean, what are we talking about here? I don't know, Pat. Maybe we could try them. You know what I mean? Because whatever they're doing, they made Kirk Cousins look like Dan Marino yesterday. Okay? Mm. And that can't happen, Pat. Sorry. Can't happen. No, it, it, it definitely can't. And, you know, and we'll talk about it later on in the show. But, you know, with Tom Brady coming up, I mean – Good Lord, I, I I shudder to think how he's going to look against this defense if they don't get this figured out. But, you know, I want to go back to to the injuries for a second because you, you made a point on Twitter that I think is a very valid point and we need to bring this up when, you know, people discussing the Giants defense and the struggles they had. And you said, look, the Jets are missing their best player. They have some injuries. They have no corners and they didn't give up nearly the amount of yards against the Eagles in a losing effort that the Giants did. So, you know, I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I, I'm guessing that, that to a degree you think that there's some coaching issues involved here? Yeah. I mean, they're not progressing. I know, and people like to come at me, and people like to say, not come at me, but people like to say, well, Chris, you know, they got a lot of injuries. Okay, this is not the only team in the league. First of all, Pat, it's not like we're missing Jalen Smith and Luke Keekley in the middle. Okay, let's relax with that. Okay, number two, this is not the only team in the league that's had injuries on the defensive side of the ball. The Jets have had nobody all year. And all I'm saying is that Greg Williams has that defense playing pretty decent for a team with no talent. And their best linebacker has been out for three games. Mm. All right, they have no edge rushes at all. 
Okay, they they have zero corners, zero corners. Okay, they got C.J. Mosley and Jamal Adams, and C.J. Mosley's been out for three games, and they're competitive. They played. They went into Philadelphia yesterday. They gave up 265 yards to a pretty good offense in Philadelphia. In Philadelphia, the Colts last night are playing the Chiefs, and look, I, I understand the Colts control the clock a lot and all that, but at one point they had all second stringers in that second day. Guys were getting dropping like flies. The two, two safeties weren't even active. Okay, and what I'm saying is that they played a pretty decent game against Mahomes and the Colts and the Chiefs yesterday. Coaching is huge, Pat. Coaching is huge. So nobody wants to hear excuses about, you know, oh, well, we had some guys out, you know, had this, that, you know. Nobody wants to hear it. You got to keep progressing. I want to see progression in the defense, Pat. And to me, I don't see it. And like I said, that Washington game, give me a break. Okay. I don't even count it. I don't even count it. You know, even call Banks said in, in the post game yesterday. He's like, throw that game out the window, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I just don't see it. I saw a team get 500 yards of offense yesterday, Pat, and they could have had more if they took their foot off the gas pedal in the fourth quarter, uh, except they took their foot off the gas pedal, excuse me, in the fourth quarter. Um, and I, I, I just don't see it. And I look at that, and I'm not saying we're a top 10 defense, you know, and it's Betch's fault. I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is that, the progression is not there. They were humiliated yesterday. Guys were running open again down the field. Kirk Cousins, it looked like they never even saw a play action with Cousins, although he does it 15 times a game. Okay, and I'm just getting disgusted with it. I don't know how the answers for it anymore, Pat. I really don't, I would bet you. I really don't. All I do know is this, Patty. If this defense continues like this, what do you do at the end of the year? What does Sherman do at the end of the year? Do you make a change? You have to. I think you have to because, look, you've got all this young talent and, you know, I was going to just ask you, you know, is that part of the equation? Because you have all this young talent trying to mesh together. Do they maybe simplify things? Do they maybe, you know, make a change? Because what, what Betcher's trying to run doesn't fit this group. That's, you know, I, I'm not sure what the answer is, to be honest with you. Yeah, I really don't. I, I tell you what, Pat, when Jenkins gets beat time and time again, okay, when a Haley's getting beat time and time again, get some new blood in there, man. Get some, you know what? You got some guys. You got Jeff picks that are active on the sideline. Get them in there, okay? I mean, I mean, how much longer? I mean, when are they going to make personnel some, some personnel changes? Get them in there, you know. Get the balance. I don't want to hear this crap about that. I'm ready. We don't think they're ready yet, and all that. Come on, if they're Could active, be any worse? Uh, yeah, could it be they... any worse, Pat? Could it be any yeah. worse? You know, oh, you right. dra- you know yeah. what? You drafted Love. To me, he's a corner. Okay, you want to make him a free safety? I don't, I have no idea what the hell they're doing there. But okay, so they make him a free safety in training camp. And then I tell you what, start getting him some reps, you know. And then when a the guy asks Sherman today about it, you know, in the media session, uh, what about Julian Love? You, you plan on getting him some reps because Bethea is not playing. And you get an answer from Sherman like, well, he is getting reps. Well, the, the reporter goes, well, not in games. He goes, no, not in games, but in practice. You know, nobody wants to hear that answer, Pat. Yeah. You know, that yeah. they're getting on my nerves now too. People, you know, w- w- when guys in this league aren't getting it done, Pat, you make changes. I, I don't get it. I really don't. I, I don't either, Chris. And let's take take a quick break. When we come back, we got to talk offense because the offense has some issues now, too. So we'll be right back, Giant fans. The Locked on Giants podcast is brought to you in part by BlueChew.com. Visit BlueChew.com and enter promo code LOCKEDON to receive your first shipment for only $5 shipping and handling. That's BlueChew.com. 
Welcome back to Locked On Giants. Patricia Trainer here with you, and I'm joined by good friend Chris Viziano, and we are trying very hard to make sense of what has happened with this giant team of late. They were absolutely pasted by the Minnesota Vikings on Sunday, so we're going to talk about offense in this segment, and then we're going to kind of spin it ahead to Thursday night's game, which I don't even want to think about at this point, but uh, we will get to that topic. And Chris, let's talk about the offense now. On Monday, some bad news. Sterling Shepard, who actually came out of the game briefly um, a sun- on Sunday because he looked a little woozy. We found out today that he is in the concussion protocol. And because this is his second concussion in, I think, like three weeks, he's going to be out a little while. And, you know, big loss yeah. there, I think, for the Giants. Sure. I mean, he's their number one receiver. Let's, let's face it. We know that. Uh, he was playing pretty good. Although I thought he should have came down with that ball in the end zone yesterday. But... He's still playing pretty decent. Uh, him and Jones seem to be on the same page, right? Um, now he's gone. You know, now he's going to be gone. I expect him to be out, you know, being this is his second one in a few weeks, Pat. I expect him to be out a significant amount of time, you know. I could yeah. be wrong. Maybe it's not a big deal. Maybe he's back against Arizona in 10 days. We'll see. But uh, being that it's the second one in a short time period, you know, I expect him to miss some time. So that's going to hurt, you know. Evan Ingram. Comes up with a knee issue today, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I just heard this possibility you might get an MRI done on a knee now tomorrow. That's not confirmed yet. I'm still trying to find out. But what happens now if he's got a little knee issue? If he can't go Thursday, he's been excellent for them, right? Mm-hmm. Now you're down two guys, so uh, it's bad enough if you're at full strength going against this New England defense, which it seems to be one of Belichick's better ones in the, the last 20 years. That's how well they're playing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be quite a challenge. And now minus Shep, maybe minus Ingram. Uh, I don't expect Barkley. I'm kind of hoping Barkley doesn't play um, because I feel that could still he could still aggravate if he does come back. But obviously he's got to be medically clear and all that. So we'll see what's up with Saquon. Um, if he doesn't play, the Giants are really short-handed against a very well-disciplined, well-coached team. And don't forget no Gallman either, probably. Yeah, I'm sorry. I forgot about No, I'm sure there's going to be no Gallman. They're going to be down the penny and Hilleman, Jerry. Uh, Jerry, listen to me. Uh, Patty. Um, and that's going to be a big problem. Uh, the Patriots are not going to respect their winning game at all. And it's going to be on Jones' shoulder, uh, shoulders and the kid. He's just a kid going against that Belichick defense. It's quite a mountain, Patty. No question about it. Yes. Yes, it is. And, you know, Let's assume the worst here for a moment, Chris. No Shep, obviously. Uh, let's assume that Ingram doesn't play, God forbid. Uh, no no Barkley, no um, Gallman. Yep. Oh, Gallman, yeah. Uh, right. What do they do? Do they get, Do they get? you know, obviously Tate's got to have a bigger role because I know he mm-hmm. wasn't happy with his role last week. I, I, th- I would think Slayton gets a bigger role. Mm-hmm. How else do you make up for this? Well, you're going to have to – You listen, Jones is going to have to win the game for him. you got to keep him honest with Penny a little bit and Hilleman. And Jones is going to have to wing it 40 times, man. He's going to have to win the game for him. You know, uh, Willie, probably not. But you're going to have Latimer more involved. you got Tate. You're going to have Slayton, the kid, more involved. And they might have to pick up – you know, Shep's going to be out a while. It's going to be a concussion. He's, you know, you got Benny Fowler. You know, you still got him. Uh, TJ Jones again, right? Two guys that know the system. They just released. You might have to bring them in, Pat. You know, uh, might be TJ Jones at the rescue again, like he did a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> right. So yeah. um, uh, that's what I would assume that Sherman will, 
will do. And um, good luck. Good luck with that. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm just wondering how much Shermer is going to have to change what he does. And, you know, let me back up a little bit here from the injuries thing. Chris, I want to go to the offensive line for a minute because I don't mm. know what you thought of the offensive line, but I thought they had probably their worst game on yeah. Sunday. Now, granted, a very good Vikings defense, probably not as good as as, as New England. Are, how concerned are you with what you have seen from this Giants offensive line? Um, yeah, they, I thought they got beat up a little bit yesterday. I thought Halapio did not play well. Um, I listen, Nate Solder has not played well at left tackle. He has been a problem. Okay. Uh, Griffin really beat him a lot yesterday. You know, Solder had two holding calls, gave up a sack, some pressures. Okay. Um, I thought Halapio was not, did not play well yesterday. Um, yeah, they had they had issues. Listen, that's an excellent front four for Minnesota. Don't get me wrong. And then they con- continuously blitzed Barr and the Kendricks yesterday, and it gave them problems. I thought the line regressed a little bit yesterday, Pat. Yes, I do. You know, um, and it hurt them. You know, Jones was under pressure. He was he was under siege a lot yesterday. You know, and his, his legs got him out of it a few times, and he took some hits. I think they had eight quarterback hits besides the four sacks. Right. Mm-hmm. So the kid the kid learned a lesson yesterday. He got beat up a little bit. Um, and I thought the line did not play well at all. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the other thing with Solder, I don't know if you, if you noticed it or not on the injury. Yes. With the ankle, which, which, you know, we don't know if it's the same ankle he had the surgery on, but it's interesting because he was asked about that after the game on Sunday and he didn't, you know, he didn't want to blame that for his struggles, but first he had the neck. Now the ankle, you know, he, he wears that big brace on, on his elbow, I mean, what are we looking at here? Well, you know, Solder's the type of guy, Pat, that's not going to make excuses, like you said. You know, um, is that ankle really bothering him? Um, maybe. You know, maybe it's maybe it's really hindering what he wants to do out there. Um, but, you know, he has problems with edge guys, speed edge guys in the past. And yesterday the Vikings, doing, you know, Everson Griffin was doing a lot of spin moves on him yesterday going on the inside, and Solder was having problems with it. Um, yeah. So is the ankle holding him up a little bit? It's possible. Is his neck really bothering him? Yeah. You know, so besides not playing well, Patty, he's also not 100% healthy, which is a very dangerous combination, you know? So um, yeah. I think that takes, you know, I think that's part of it. But part of it, like he kind of admitted yesterday, he goes, I just haven't played well this season, you know? Yeah, um, but I mean, stood up for, he, at least he stood up and admitted it. He didn't try to, you know, make excuses oh, yeah. for it. Yeah. But the other, the on the other side, Mike Remmers now, just in our study of him, Chris, right. it looks to me like Remmers is still playing kind of high, and you wonder if that's the back surgery keeping him from really getting low and getting that leverage that he needs to get. Well, he hasn't complained about it. You know, um, it's possible that he's, you know, maybe feeling a little bit, but, you know, I can't complain about him over there, Pat. You know, I really can't. He still has yet to give up a sack. He's given up some hurries. I think he gave up like three more yesterday. Um, he's not playing Pro Bowl level, Patty, you know, but right. to me, I look at the line right now. The issue is definitely Nate Solo on the left side, you know. Um, and if you looked at the film today, Patty, too, I was watching, Hal Appeal was getting pushed around. He gave up a sack oh, yesterday. Yeah. He gave up a sack yesterday and he gave up some pressures. Um, he's struggling a bit the last few games, last three games in pass protection. Um, his play has regressed a little bit, you know. I, you know, I hate to say it, but it's true, you know. Yeah. So, um, they're going to get another test this week. They're going to 
their different looks, you know, from New England and all that. And we'll see where they're at, you know. But Sold is a concern, Patty. There's no doubt about it, you know, that he's a concern. Yes, he is. And, you know, he's a good guy and, and, and a stand-up guy, but, you know, just hasn't really had, you know, and you, you can make the case that, oh, he got off to a slow start last year and then he picked it up. But you can't have that, not with the contract he's carrying and not with mm-hmm. the expectations that are on him. Very, very difficult. And, you know, you go back to Belichick for a minute and Belichick always seems to let guys leave a year too soon rather than a year too late and you wonder if you know the fact that he didn't go after resigning Solder if perhaps he knew something back then yeah you know uh Nate Solder's been a pretty decent tackle for them um never made a pro bowl and he's also a you know he also benefited from Tom Brady you know, mm-hmm. uh, the way they quick, you know, how quickly he releases the ball in their schemes and offense, you know, there's no doubt about it. You know what I mean? He, he benefited from Brady and McDaniel schemes, you know, so um, much different here. You know, guys are dropping, you know, they're in the pocket and there's none of that, you know, a lot, a lot of, none of those quick hits and all that stuff like they do a lot with Brady and all that. And um, so listen, Bel- you know, Belichick had, you know, Belichick's not going to get rid of excellent players. I understand what you're saying. And it's a valid question about, you know, did Belichick know that maybe it's time for Nate to get out of here? You know, we're not going to re-sign him. And um, I think you're seeing some of that. You know, he started off slow last year. I thought he finished pretty good. Starting off slow this year, too. We'll see how he finishes. But we can't have that, Patty. Not for the money he's making, you know? Yeah. And now we have a rookie. And now we have a rookie kid playing quarterback. We can't have this kid getting hit every two plays, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's a big concern. It's something the Giants are going to have to address in the offseason as far as there's no more guaranteed money for Solar. It's a big, big time cap, dead cap hit. We'll see what they want to do with him after the season, you know? Yes, indeed. Chris, let's take the final break. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about the Giants-Patriots matchup, but it's going to be a rough one. Folks, stay with us. We'll be right back. If you found $100 on the street, would you pick it up or would you keep on walking? Well, of course you'd take the money. So why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them? Well, if you want to start putting money in your pocket, check out my bookie. It's fast. It's easy and they pay when you win. Let's face it, where you're betting is just as important as whom you're betting on. And when you bet with MyBookie, the options are endless. For example, did you know that MyBookie allows you to bet on games after kickoff? If by the second half it looks like your bet is going to lose, you can always just take the other side. Or if you're the kind of person that likes to bet a little and win a lot, try a parlay. If all your picks come through, you'll multiply your winnings. No matter how you bet, the NFL season is the best time of the year. And when you join MyBookie now and use the promo code LOCKEDON, MyBookie will double your first deposit. So go on and visit MyBookie.ag. And don't forget, use the promo code LOCKEDON to activate the special offer for new users. MyBookie. You play. You win. You get paid. Welcome back, Giant fans, to Segment 3, Locked on Giants. I'm Patricia Trana, and I'm joined by Chris Biziano, a good friend of mine, works for the Giant Insider, has his own podcast. If you are not listening to his podcast, 
you're missing out. And I don't say that about everybody who comes on the show who has a podcast, but you've got to check this out, folks. You will laugh. You will cry. You will just, you, you'll go through the whole emotional gauntlet with, with Chris and Jerry. They do a great <laughs> job and always a pleasure to have you on, Chris. Really enjoy talking ball with you. Yes. So. And likewise, Pat. Anyway, Chris, let's talk about Thursday night. Giants mm. at New England. Rough one coming up for the Giants. I mean, <laughs> I, I, 16 and a, I think I saw the spread at 16 and a half or something like that. Yeah. Um, Which is going to go up now with Shep and maybe Ingram out. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. My goodness. I was going to ask you, I mean, what are your expectations? I mean, obviously, I don't think there's going to be anybody who's going to pick the Giants to win this one because, mm-hmm. you know, the Patriots, like you said, the defense is playing so well. But given all the injuries, you know, if if you're Belichick, what are you, you know, really most looking your chops over? That there's a rookie quarterback. You know, you know, Belichick feasts on rookie quarterbacks. So he's going to try to confuse him, confuse him. And... Belichick's going to look at one guy, which I'm sure would have been Shep or maybe even Ingram, you know, and he's going to take him out of the game. Unlike our defensive coordinator who just lets a guy destroy us for 60 minutes, Belichick doesn't let that happen. So he's going to look at, probably was going to look at Shep, but now Shep's out. And then I'm sure Belichick was going to look at Ingram and try to take him out of the game like he does best, Belichick, but now we don't know what's going on with Evan. So he's going to, what Belichick does is that he schemes against one guy and he's not going to let you hit, that guy beat you, okay? Now, if Barkley plays, that's going to be his focal point. That and showing different looks to Jones. You know, uh, Belichick is a master at that. This team's really getting to the quarterback pattern. They got over 20 sacks in five games, um, which they really haven't had the last three, four years. They've had a ton of sacks. This year, they're really getting to the quarterback. That is going to be another issue for Jones. Um, I don't see... Any weaknesses in his defense, Pat? Um, but you know Belichick's going to focus. You know he's going to try to confuse the. You know what? Out of Jones, um, whether or not he succeeds is another story. But that's going to be the game plan. And whoever Belichick decides he's going to take out of the game, he's got a shut down corner with Steph, Stephen Gilmore. He takes away half the field. You know, whoever guy he's covering, man, and he's getting after the quarterback. Pat Jamie Collins, high tower, playing really well for them. Um, it's going to be a ah, – Pat, I have to be honest with you, if they score more than 14 points, I'll be surprised. Nobody is scoring on New England this year. Nobody. You know, I don't, I don't think they've given up – have they given up a touchdown? I yeah, they gave up one yesterday. They gave up one. one yesterday, right. Yeah, uh, to a uh, receiver on an end around or something. They gave like 63 yards for touchdown. That's been it. <laughs> you know, yeah. they give, you know um, it's just amazing what they're doing. You look at this stats on defense, it's just – you know, mind-boggling, you know, what, what they're doing right now. Um, so what can I say, Patty? Am I going to say, oh, yeah, we could we could move the ball on them? Right now you say, no, we're going to have to guess probably about three or four turnovers, maybe a defensive touchdown to have a shot at being in this game. And uh, we'll see, you know, um, offensive line is going to have to play much, much better than they did yesterday, uh, Pat, you know, so. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm very concerned with, you know, the Giants going up there. Now, let me ask you this, Chris. This is a team that has taken baby steps towards making progress. Now, granted, you know, you can make the argument it came, it came against a, a weakened Washington team. You know, mm-hmm. it came against a Tampa Bay team, which isn't right, very good right now either. 
but still, it's it, it. They look at it as progress. If they go up and they get destroyed by New England, as a lot of people think they will, how much do you think that's going to set them back in terms of confidence? In terms of, mm. you know, just the progress that they've made. Do you see that setting them back? Honestly, Pat, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Not against this New England team. No. Um, if they play Arizona in ten days after that and they lose to them, and they don't look that sharp, then that's going to be a major setback. But listen, it's always a setback if you get whipped up, Pat. And don't get me wrong, but it's not going to be like, uh, oh, wow, we just took force. I think they took a couple of steps back yesterday because they won two in a row, and they were feeling pretty confident going into the game, Pat. And they got whipped up pretty good, right? Yeah. Uh, so that was a setback in my eyes yesterday. Um, if they go up to New England and lose 41-7, for argument's sake, 34-7, something like that. No, I don't think it's going to be much of a setback. Not against the not not against the champs. Not a, not you know the way that these guys are playing. The big the big one would be the next game against Arizona, Pat. You know if the progress yeah. is made against them. You know so um, I, I of course they'll never admit this, Pat. Nobody's ever going to admit this in the Giants world. But do they really think they're going in? and They're going to make a big step forward against these guys? Probably not. You know, you don't want right. to embarrass yourself, Patty. You want to, you want to make it a game. You want to try to pull off a major miracle upset. Don't, you know, don't get me wrong. That's what you're looking for. But like you said, Patty, you asked, you know, do you think it's a major setback, setback, whatever? No, I really don't. I think the, the Arizona game after that, that'll be the game where you got to make a lot of progress. Yeah, I think I think you're right there. And you know, Chris, we we talked about Saquon uh, at the beginning of the program. And I think you and I are on the same page. And as a matter of fact, everybody I speak to uh, when it comes to Saquon agrees, don't play him tomorrow um, or Thursday, rather. I mean, even if he's if he's well enough to play and can get the green light, what is the point in playing him? Especially, you know, if, if they don't have a, a, you know, a sucker's chance of, of, of winning this one, why why risk him? I mean, think of the long term. Am I backwards in, in my thinking here? Yeah, no, I, I agree with you, Pat. I, I don't want him playing Thursday. Unless, Patty, unless he's 100%, which I f- still, no matter how superhuman Saquon is, and he is, <laughs> kid is like superhuman, how quickly he's healed from this injury, but I still have a hard time believing, Patty, he's 100% um, with that ankle, uh, the high ankle. You know, I, I cannot believe that. I still think there's going to be a little bit there where he could aggravate it on a wrong cut or if a guy rolls him the wrong way. I really do. So to me, yeah. to me, Pat, I'm not playing him. I'm not playing him. I mean, I mean, unless, Patty, he's 100%, which I guess is possible with this kid. You know, he's he really is like, you know, he's like cut from a, you know, uh, he's from a different breed. He's like from a different breed, this kid. Um, but to me, I would hold him out, and obviously he'll be ready for Arizona, and that would be the last, what, 10 games of the year, right? Mm-hmm. And let him go, let him roll from there. I would not do it, Pat, um, but I'm not there with the medical. I'm not Saquon, uh, so we'll see, but I wouldn't do it, no. Yeah, I, I wouldn't either. I would, I would save him, you know, because he is your franchise right now, whether, you know, Anybody realizes it or not. And I think they realize it. And I think they're going to be smart. I hope they are going to be smart with him. I just would hate to see them, you know, especially against that defense. What is there to be gained, to be honest with you? You know, now on the flip side, people might say, well, you know, if they if they don't play him and he's capable of playing, then it looks like the Giants are giving up before they even get on the field. I don't see it that way. <coughs> right. Right. I, I mean, I mean 
this is a different type of injury, Pat. This is a type of injury where if it's not 100%, um, if you're 90%, Pat, there's a very good chance you're going to aggravate that high ankle again, you know? Sure. And then you're done. Then you'll be out for six weeks for sure. You know, and then mm-hmm. the season's basically done. So listen, Pat, I'm not, like I just said, I'm not Saquon. I'm not in his shoes. I'm not a doctor. To me, though, it has to be 100%, Pat, for him to be back. Because to me, it's not worth it if he's not. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, me and, you Pat, me and you were around Olivier Vernon all last year, right? Yes, I was just going to say. I was just going to bring I mean, him up. We saw him all of last year, and he played with it. But was he ever the same? Was he ever explode? Was he right? He was yeah. never really the same the whole year after he ag- after he did that had the high ankle in training camp, right? Mm-hmm. It's a long injury. I understand Saquon is incredible healer, but I would just hold him off another ten days, man. Exactly, I'm with you on that. Because, like you said, if you're looking at that that Arizona game as the game where you know the turning point, if you will as to whether or not this team is making progress, you know, because when you talk about making progress, Chris, you can't go from being at the bottom of the barrel, which is where the Giants have been the last few years, to now all of a sudden, oh, we're going to be able to compete and, 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 you know, stand toe to toe with, you know, the defending world champions. You got to take it step by step by step. And I think Arizona is a more realistic measuring stick than, say, a Minnesota or uh, or a New England. Yeah, I mean, well, you know what, Pat? After winning two in a row, it was they were feeling good about themselves, and they wanted to see themselves. They wanted to get tested against a pretty good Viking team, and what happened? <laughs> they were shot they got down. Destroyed. Yep. They were shot down. Okay, so they're obviously nowhere near that level yet uh, against those type of teams. And now you're playing even a better team Thursday night. Um, so mm-hmm. it was pretty evident from yesterday's game, Pat, that the Giants are not in that group. Of upper echelon teams, um, but they are in the group of the Arizona Cardinals in the middle group and all that, all that stuff. So that's what you know. Um, in ten days from now, uh, excuse me, two weeks from now, now you know Arizona. That's when you start, like you said, let's make progress there, right? Let's come out of Giants Stadium to win. Let's do some good things, you know. Let's see how they match up and all that. That's the that's what you want to see, you know. Not really a good measuring stick Thursday night. Yeah, agree with you on that. And Chris, just final thoughts on this Thursday night game. I mean, we got to cover it, so we're, obviously we've got to watch it. But mm-hmm. what are you going to be looking for? I mean, what can the Giants possibly take out of such, you know, other than an upset win? But what kind of progress can they maybe get or take away from from this type of a matchup, if it, at all anything? Well, let's see what the defense does, you know. Uh, let's see if they can improve a little bit. Um, there's no, listen, Josh Gordon's couple, making a couple of catches a game. Uh, they got Sony Michelle's a decent back and Edelman's going to try to kill you on third downs in the slot and all that. So they're going to have to try to make progress there. You know, um, I don't see it, but they're going to try to make progress there as far as Jones. Hey, everything's, every game's a learning experience for him, Pat, you know? He's going to have to start, you know, he's going to, Tate's going to have to get in there. You know, Darius Slayton, he's going to keep working with him and all that. Um, let's see if they could do some things against this defense. Now, am I expecting 25, 24 points? No, but let's see if they can improve. You know, let's see if the line could play better, Pat, right? Let's not get dominated yeah. against these guys, man. Let's get 250, 300 yards against these guys. Am I asking a lot? Yeah, probably. But that's all part of it. Let's progress. Let's show improvement. Even if you lose 34-14, let's show improvement, Pat, not a step backwards. You know what I mean? 
like they did yeah. yesterday. Go a step forward, you know. Um, yeah. You're going against the best quarterback probably of all time in Brady. All right, let's see how you let's let's see if you could get some stops on Brady. You know, let's see if you could get an interception on Brady. Things like that, Pat. That's what you're looking for. Not no interceptions. Not Brady 280 yards. Not Michelle 100 yards on the ground. You know, none of that crap. You know, you want to improve in all aspects of you know of the game, and that's what you're going to be looking for here. Let's see what happens. You know, Pat. Yeah, Pat. Listen, nobody wants to hear about injuries, Patty, in this league. Nobody wants to hear. Nobody feels bad for you in this league. Mm-hmm. Okay, Belichick's had a deal with a ton of injuries over the years. Nobody cries, and you know, nobody's saying, "Oh, well, you know, they're missing this guy." Oh, if we would have had this guy, are you guys, Are you kidding me? No, nobody wants to hear that. What you want to see is progression, right? We didn't mm-hmm. see it yesterday. We did not see it yesterday, especially on the defensive side of the ball. We have to see a little bit Thursday night. I don't care if you're going against the defending champs. Am I wrong? No, you're right. You're 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 spot on. I mean, come you on, spot you know? on. Come on, man. Yep, and I, I think you, you make a good point, Chris. I mean, the odds that they're going to beat the Patriots, I, I, very, I would be shocked. But I want to see progress. I'm with you on that. I want to see progress. I want to see this defense bounce back and play a little bit better. Fundamentals, missed tackles, getting oh. off block, all the stuff that that just doomed them, you know, on Sunday. I want to see that cleaned up. I'll take that. Exactly, Pat. You'll take that, right? How about, yeah. hey, hey, Coach Betcher and these guys on the defense, how about we hold New England to like 330 yards one game and they only score 21 points and we lose 21-10 or something, Pat? That's progress, right? That's like a step forward. Even though it's a loss, that would be a step forward. Am I wrong? No, you're, you're, no, you're we're spot not gonna, I mean, I mean, we just gave up 500 yards to the Vikings who couldn't get out of their own way on offense. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous, Pat. That's ridiculous. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, so now, what are we going to do Thursday night, Pat? We're going to give up six hundred yards. Oh gosh, I hope not, Chris. Otherwise, it's going to be a long night. Well, the point I'm making, Pat, is that could we, a hey, coach Betcher, could we have a game where we have a little bit of a feel-good moment where, okay, we lost to New England twenty-four-seven, right, Pat? But we only gave up three hundred and forty yards. We had a couple of turnovers. You know, we did some things. You know, could we have a right. game like that, Pat? Yeah, yeah, I'm Come with on. you. Come on, I man. am absolutely with you. Come on, man, show some progress. You know what I mean? Even if you look at some of these other teams, even and you know, even Spags a little bit with the Chiefs. You know, what I mean? they're not really that solid, but even a little progress. You know what I mean? Yep. Just give us something. Give us a crumb, right? Come on, come on, give a coach Betcher. Come on, man. <laughs> come on. And, I'm sorry, and, uh, Patty. I'm reaching my limit with this guy. Uh, come on now. <laughs> Well, now you know how I feel when they talk about putting Jabril Peppers back there as a punt returner. Now well, you know. <laughs> well, Tate's, Tate's going to be returning punts. He had the one punt return. It was the only one in the game yesterday, and uh, he had a nice little return. So I wouldn't worry about Peppers being back. I think Tate's got that job now. <laughs> All right. Well, thank goodness for small things, right? So, yeah. Chris, always fun talking ball with you. Really appreciate it. Giant fans, make sure you tune in tomorrow. We're going to have the crossover show where we preview in more de- detail. We're going to hear from uh, the Locked On Patriots hosts. I'm going to talk Giants. 
Thursday, we're going to do our Twitter Thursday. So you know the drill, get those questions in. And then Friday, we're going to have a wrap-up show. We're going to talk about the Giants and New England game. And we're going to see if some of that progress that Chris wants to see is made. So make sure you keep it here on the Locked on Giants podcast. For Chris Biziano, I'm Patricia Trainer. Thank you so much for listening.